Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. This is Doc Coyle from Bad News. This is Aaron from Gemini Syndrome. Hi, Oliver, guitar player for Power Man 5000, and you are listening to The Voices in My Head. now being recorded. Hey, Headcases, welcome back. We had Ty Oliver from Power Man 5000 on. We talked about his solo work with Reagan Romance. Also, let's throw a quick shout out to some of the sponsors that he has and the, the gear he uses with ESP guitars, DiMarzio pickups, Marshall amps, Ernie Ball strings, in-tune guitar picks, and BBS custom pedal boards. Also, let's give a quick shout out to Dirtbag Clothing. Wear it until it stinks. Well, let's cut the BS and jump in, out of my head and into yours. Hi, Oliver from Power Man 5000. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing okay. I'm uh, trying to just kind of go with the flow, given the, the current situation with uh, everything out there and the and the whole uh, coronavirus thing. And yeah, sure. just trying to just trying to you know keep my head on straight, I guess, given everything that's going on. Yeah. Well, what was cool was when you guys played at um, Music Fights back this past year. I oh, had a yeah. Chance to, that was, yeah. That was super yeah, that's fun, kinda where that I met you. Great show. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that was yeah, I met you and Merv and uh Merv and I had talked the latter part of the year. I mean you guys you know, have so much longevity and so much musical background. I mean, it was so cool to talk to him and to have you on now too. Kind of like is full circle to me, you know. And I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't really know. Awesome. I, I didn't know that. Uh, uh, that that's where the connection was made. I mean, I I know. Um, I think her name's Trisha Star, right? Yeah, um, yeah. She's our photographer. Yep. Right. Yeah, she does awesome photos. And um, anyhow, so. Yeah, I didn't quite make that that connection, but that show last summer was uh, was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, we played with like Hinder, and uh, that ended up being a really fun one. That that was cool, and uh, so yeah, I'm glad you you got to see us there, and, and uh, thanks for coming out, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was really cool. Mm. You know, I mean, I want to tie this in because we're on also a, a radio station called Code Zero Radio, so I'm gonna put you and Merv back to back. Nice, just nice. Yeah, it'll be it'll be cool. Just. Um, yeah. Dude, Merv, Merv's awesome, man, I'm, and I'm I'm glad to hear that he he talked with you guys too. So yes, I mean, looking forward, I know you know with the coronavirus, I don't really like to. I try not to step into that subject too much. I know it's a huge thing, it's a pandemic, but I like to give our listeners something to look forward to. What's coming up for PM Five K? Well, yeah, I know, dude, and I I fully understand. I'm. I'm kind of in a, a similar spot where it's like part of me wants to just sort of, I don't know, tune it out and then pretend everything's cool. But like, I mean, let's be real. It, it's affecting everybody and um, I'm nobody special. I'm just another dude, you know, just like everybody. And especially when something like this goes on and affects everybody, it's like we're all kind of reduced to, you know, a similar place uh, in life where, hey, we're just trying to get by and, and uh, you know, take care of ourselves, et cetera. But um, as far as what's what's on on deck um as of right now we had to we had like a, a short uh, march tour that was going to happen uh and that got you know postponed uh fortunately not canceled but it got postponed and some of the dates got moved i think as far as i know um so that was kind of a bummer but that's happening like to all the bands 
So it's not like we're alone. Um, and and I, we kind of held out to the last minute until that one was, was canceled. But um, uh, And then there's another uh, thing coming up in June, July uh, with saliva and edema and um, flaw. And then I think a couple other bands, um, the new metal revival tour. That's going to be like a yeah. long, like awesome run. And I'm like, I'm super psyched. I'm so excited because I, we, we toured with the Dima, um, this past, uh, October, November and head P and like just such good guys. And I, I love Ryan from, you know, well, he's singing for Dima now, but, and I got to meet the Dima guys and they were all super cool. Just, just good dudes. So I'm psyched to see them on there again. And just like to be on like a, a good package like that and, uh, seeing, Seeing it get promoted ahead of time is exciting too. But um, that's coming up. Hopefully, it, it it's still happening. We'll we'll see. Fingers crossed. Um, right. And then uh, yeah, and then and then we're we're scheduled to go to uh, Australia in uh, September for the first time. Powerman's never been there, and I I've never been there too. So I'm super duper excited about that. And I I by all means I hope you know that that, that stays on on deck and, and is able to happen. Um, and then of course. Uh, like we were just talking about before we started recording. Um, yeah, there's a whole new album that's like pretty much, as far as I know, is done. Uh, there might be a, a few little tweaks here and there before it's officially done, but uh, it's going to be put out on Cleopatra Records um, and should be out later in this year for sure. Um, I've heard, actually, we've been playing a couple of the tracks for a while now. There's two two songs we've been playing, um, Black Love Sick and then... Uh, Shoot, um, oh no, the name's escaping right now. We've been playing a couple of them for for a while now, and uh, and you know, and, and a full album's worth of material. This should be out later this year. So so a bunch of you know things tentatively on deck. Hopefully they you know <laughs> don't get interrupted by the the current things going on on out in the world. Um, fingers crossed. You know, I I try to dive into the actual musician. What are your influences? Not necessarily. It doesn't have to be in the musical sense, but just in the creative sense also. Yeah. Um, what made you start out? and become who you are now? Oh, dude, uh, absolutely. I feel like that's a great question. It's honestly, like, I, when I first, I first got into music, you know, I was, when I really, really, when it first bit me and I was like, wow, I really, I just started really flipping out about music. I was like 14 or so. Um, and the, uh, the neighborhood that I lived in was kind of late to getting MTV, but we finally had cable and got MTV. And that was like a big, that's where I really remember there being like a, a, a noticeable shift in that I started paying attention to music and like really flipping out and like loving bands and like just being really into it. You know what I mean? And like starting to buy, like actually buy music and stuff. Um, and so yeah. within, within a couple of years, this is like 1990. And, uh, so within a couple of years, I, I started getting the, I just started always wanted to kind of play drums and like that started to become something that I, I actively kind of pursued because there were some friends of mine that were, you know, a friend of mine got like a guitar and then another guy got a bass and like, it just kind of started to become a thing. And I was like, you know, I think I want to play drums. And, uh, so I, long story short, I, I got a drum kit, um, just a cheapo one, started jamming with some friends of mine in the neighborhood, um, at my house. And, um, you know, just stuff like, I just, I remember seeing like Tommy Lee and Motley Crue videos and like, you know, Blossom Eyes from Slaughter and Aerosmith videos. And I just remember always zeroing in on the genre and being like, man, that's so cool. I want to like twirl sticks and be rock star. And like, that just got me into it. And then, um, as time went on, like I, I, uh, I kind of switched back and forth between drums and guitar, but I always liked like rock and metal. And, uh, you know, as time went on, I got into just other stuff and like alternative and goth and industrial and, um, you know, 80s stuff sure. and just, 
to where I am now. So, but I, eventually I, I switched over to guitar full time. And, uh, uh, one of the things that, um, really caught my ear was, uh, uh, like, like instrumental stuff, like Joe Satriani and Steve Vai. And, uh, oh, hell yeah. And I started, yep. yeah. So I got super, super duper into that early on. And, and, you know, along with my metal influences before that. And then, and then that started opening my ears to like, you know, a lot of that, like, 80s hair metal stuff because I was like, wow, all these guitar players are so good. So I got super into that. And, uh, but then that, that bled into, uh, you know, the current, just, just more modern stuff as time went on. I kind of, uh, you know, that might have been my early chops, but then I started to get really interested in what was going on at the time, you know, be it, you know, new metal or like industrial or whatever was going, you know, other stuff that was more current. So all of that led me, you know, to, to where I am now. And you have such a unique style. I mean, uh, some of the stuff that's come out recently, you could tell that they're influenced by PM5K. You know, just the, uh, even the new metal, if you want to call it that, the genre. It, yeah, like, yeah. It felt, it felt from that and then also, you know, followed like with Rob Zombie, which we all know who's related there. But, oh, of, um, course, of course, of course. Yeah, <laughs> and it just, you could see, you know, every generation kind of follows somehow, you know, and we hear a lot of bands coming out that have that PM5K sound, but they have their own sound too, you know, and it's, yeah, it's just yeah. cool to see. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's like um, every sort of, every genre or or generation is going to have their influences, and, uh, and hopefully, you know, I mean, there's the copycats, but then there's also somebody that has those influences and sort of takes it and and it indirectly becomes their own their own thing. You know what I mean? Hopefully, and exactly. I, you know, yeah. When something's great, I feel like they take their influences and it, and it becomes their own thing. And then that and then that in turn influences a whole other generation that comes next, kind of thing. You know what I mean? So I I feel it's very yep. like you just said. It it just comes in like certain waves, and it just morphs over time and becomes you know where where we're at now and. Yeah, there's absolutely, it's a trip because you look at like the 80s rock stuff and it's very much obviously influenced by the 70s. And then that, you know, carries on into suddenly there's a grunge, you know, alternative influence and that's very much influenced the late 90s, 90s early 2000s stuff into where we're at now, you know, which is whatever you can, you want to call it. I mean, but, you know, yeah. clear, clearly that, yeah, there's an influence from each generation as it goes on, as far as I can see, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, I mean, like, looking at it in, in that sense, where do you see the industry in the next five to ten years, the way, you know, how a lot of bands are doing singles, they're dropping them out on Spotify, or they're doing a YouTube video or something like that. Do you see that industry following that that uh, progression, or do you see it kind of going back to where they're doing EPs in full length? You know, I that's a, that's a really good question. And... Um, I mean, man, I, I can't predict the future, but it, as far as it is going right now, um, it seems to me that, because uh, I hate to sound like, like I don't know, old school or whatever, but I'm so used to the, the album format um, that I still kind of like, oh, you know, that's how it's going to go, but I, I can't help but notice that, you know, people are, it's, it's kind of like some of these, these popular pop artists, and I even like some of their stuff, you know, like, they just put out singles and like, exactly. yep. and, and you look at their, how many plays they have every month or year or how many followers and it's in the millions. And it's just like, wow, they haven't even put out a full album yet. And they have this much going for them. Like, so obviously that's, that's kind of where it seems to be going. Um, and I, 
given that, if I was to follow that, it seems to me that it's kind of going in that direction. It's very much the streaming, the YouTube, that you know, the digital kind of thing. Um, yeah. Which I'm a part of, man. I mean, I, I I listen to Spotify and I listen to music on YouTube and and, and do that whole thing. I mean, I, I I still have some leftover CDs, but like I was just talking to somebody about this today. Like, I have a laptop from you know five years ago that has a CD drive. Um, but other than that, like I have nowhere to play a CD, like even if I wanted to, you know, right. I mean? like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of fucking yeah, I, know. Like, I, I couldn't even play a DVD if I wanted to, like what, where do people play this shit? Unless they're holding on to something old. But, um, so as far as like putting out albums, I think bands are still doing it, but I, I definitely notice a trend toward putting out, um, singles. But I mean, I, I definitely noticed the singles thing going on, but then eventually they kind of put out, a full thing or an EP, uh, at least digitally, it, that's yeah. what I've noticed. I mean, unless I'm missing something, but that kind of seems to be the thing. But it definitely seems to be further out now. Like an album might not like, just say, and this is even an old school band now, but Green Day, they they were putting out singles from their new album that came out, you know, within the last couple of months. They were putting out singles like last summer. That's like a long time ago. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. They're pushing yep. it out like that far, you know what I mean? In so, electronic years, that's like seven years old already. Yeah, you know, you know it's like it's already. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, oh shit, that's right, that happened. That you know, that was forever ago. But so that seems to be kind of the trend, like the the super advanced, just kind of you know trickle out the singles digitally, maybe in a video. Um, and it, you know, as far as a modern band, same kind of thing. That band, the 1975, same thing. They put out, they just kind of trickle out singles and videos, and then their album comes out. And but they yeah, always exactly. seem to kind of have like something that's, that's out there, you know what I mean? So because people, like you just said, people people seem to forget like really quick. The attention span is like short, you know what I mean? Exactly. So, and even yeah. like uh, you look on YouTube, you know, you, you have to have like a thirty second, you know, blast on YouTube or Facebook. Otherwise, people are like, yeah, I'm gonna already pass that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and the the other trend that I saw in the, the, some of the interviews that I've had in the past with younger bands. Um, especially, like I said, with um, just, like I said, some of the trending newer artists that are coming out, they'll do a single, they'll do maybe even a group of singles for about six months, and then they put out the EP of all those songs. Right. But right. they won't exactly. touch one song. They they won't yep. put it on an EP, you know, and it's it's uh, cool. I, I think that marketing idea is great. Yeah, um, yeah, no, totally, dude, totally. Yeah, totally. it'll make them buy digital, which, you know, saves the band a shit ton of money. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, because then there's there's the ease of of doing it digitally is you don't have to to come up with um, the costs for uh, manufacturing CDs and 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 uh, that whole end of it. So it's easier that way, and people can just get it anywhere, anytime. Um, unfortunately, that cuts out you know that whole other aspect of of you know going to the store and having the art and all that. That's that's I feel like that whole subject's been touched on enough and you know everywhere out there, but. But like just like you said, it's like they kind of just trickle out the the single, and then they put out the whole thing. I I, I totally am see the same thing happening. Agreed. To, or or like you said, and they don't include one song on there, or even two. You know what I mean? Like well, Bad like, Flower oh. is like a really good example too. They have um, Move Me, and you can't find it anywhere. And that's a band I follow pretty much. It kind of yeah, sucks because yeah. I would love to have it on CD somewhere, but <laughs> I kind of right. get what they're doing. You know, it's like that Easter egg. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, in that way, they kind of hook you, and they're keeping you—they're keeping your attention. You're like, you're kind of like, you, you, 
you know, it keeps you hooked a little bit in some way. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. totally. I want to kind of dive off of this part a little bit, but on tour, do you have any, you know, crazy moments or uh, the funniest thing to happen to you on tour that you'd like to talk about if you can remember any of them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, uh, fortunately, um, since I've been in the band, well, and just in this band in general, I mean, maybe it was different when, you know, say, he, Spider was on tour with you know the original guys, and they were out with like Metallica and Kid Rock. I'm sure it was nuts, but you know, uh, in my experience so far, um, honestly, some of the things that have happened have been more. Now I can look back and laugh, but at the time they they weren't really that funny. It was kind of like, dude, this is this is kind of gnarly. But like, um, I'll just touch on one real quickly. I mean, because like, fortunately, and the fortunate part is that the band is not like a a huge bunch of partiers like really really nobody's like crazier like parties at all we're we're all pretty like low-key um sure and so which is cool because honestly like when you're doing the the shows every night and and it's a schedule and it's like that whole thing it, it kind of honestly it helps to be if you were out drinking and drugging and like man i mean i don't know how bands i know they have done it for years but i just see that being something that would just make it like rough you know what i mean so oh i totally agree yeah yeah like i think that would just get in the way and make shit gnarly so fortunately everybody's like low-key and we're able to keep a tight ship etc so um but there was something and this is you know just a quick one that it comes off the top of my head um we were uh <laughs> we were driving between gigs and um i was driving and uh yeah we we got to a certain point out in the middle of nowhere i can't even remember where we're going to i want to say it was between somewhere in uh colorado nevada or something and we got out to somewhere super late night and uh and it was late it was like and and then we had it started to get into like we're we're in a patch of like it's the middle of nowhere it's fucking dark you can't see shit and there's like nothing for a, like in like hours and I was like, oh, we have this much gas. Like, we should, you know, somebody GPS the next gas station. And, um, you know, nobody has signal. Everyone's like, I don't have signal. Oh, I don't no. have signal. Yeah, and I was like, well, we have this much gas. We have, you know, 50 miles of gas left. When's the next gas station? Somebody finally, you know, finally looked it up. Okay, the next gas station is 40 miles from here. And we were, we hit, like, and at that point, it had been, like, 15 minutes since, since we were at X amount of miles. And now it's at, like, 25 miles. So I'm like, so basically we have don't have enough gas to get to the nearest gas station, which is in the opposite direction. So we're like, oh, no. damn it. Just, what do we do? Just turn around. Okay, turn around and just start driving. And um, long story short, we got, you know, stuck on the side of the road and like ended up having to wait for you know triple a or this guy this guy to bring us a gas can it, you know it went from you know we we're going to get into wherever we were headed to at like i don't know midnight and then it turned into like three thirty four in the morning we we're all freezing our ass off there's fucking nobody around the guy found it was just one of those so you know there's silly shit yeah. like that that happens you know what I mean? So <laughs> at least it wasn't a band starting on fire, or you know, like a wheel came off and like careened into a you know school bus of, or something. Uh, you know? No, no, nothing crazy. Like I mean, believe me, there's you know, there's been the tour bus that that we we're in Canada and the heat broke down and everybody thought we were gonna die because it was fu- like we had ice cubes in the coffee maker and like the, oh you my know, god. I shit you not, it was fucking gnarly. And, <laughs> and people were like, I'm going home, I'm getting a plane, I'm out of here. And, uh, you know, yeah. stuff like that. But but nothing too, 
I know it's not like Molly Crew and like strippers and like you know fucking fireballs. Jesus, whatever, like but. the movie The Dirt. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah, too much. I, <laughs> you know? I mean, like again, like I said, if I'm sure if you were on tour with Spider and you know with Metallica and Kid Rock back in the, I'm sure it was a little more crazy. But um, you know, these things happen. And it's like at the time it kind of sucks, but then I get to look back and like it's it's pretty humorous, you know, considering all things. So. Sure. Um, and you know the thing is, know. is I think a lot of people grew out of that in recent years too, because there's a lot of liability. Yeah, and I mean, um, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I can only speak for myself and and the camp that I'm in. Which right. Is great. I've I'm seen some weird it. stuff that happened at music fights back. I'm just gonna tell you, and I'm not gonna name names, but I mean, I, yeah, I'm there sure. were some people on that tour. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if you dig into other camps, and I mean, there's even been bands that we've been out with and you know I, there was one a couple of years I, in particular that i can remember off the top of my head like every single night after every show like their tour bus had like disco lights going and a crowd of fucking the people it's basically like i felt like they emptied out the show and the entire crowd just went onto their tour bus and was it was like party until bus call you know it, well after bus call, we were like driving away, great. and there was like disco lights going. I'm like, well, they're having a party. That's cool. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, it just depends on who you ask. You know what I mean? Exactly. I try. I try to keep it pretty much to a minimum on that that uh, question, but it just seemed like one of those ones I haven't asked in a while. So. I hope my answer wasn't too disappointing. <laughs> no, no. Actually, I like those better, actually, than, like, the ones where they're like, yeah, we got up on this guy's roof and we jumped off and belly flopped onto a, you know, flagpole. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, don't... Yeah. That scares me sometimes, you know? I'm like, dude, <laughs> that's enough. I don't want to hear anymore. That's, that, there's too much. I, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like, we have fun, too. And, like, you know, if there's Vegas, and there's there's some fun for sure, but I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. We're we're definitely, uh, and again, I'm happy to say we're we're a tight ship, and nobody goes off the rails too hard, so we keep. Together. And you can tell you can and you can tell because when you get up on stage, you you bring it a hundred percent. It's not you get up there and you're going, oh, they had a bad night last night, <laughs> you know? No, no, yeah. I've seen that before, not. and it was rough. Yeah, 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 and I can, again, like in. Like I said a, a minute ago, it's like, man, if you were partying all the time, you had to get up and like do stuff hungover or like without any sleep. Like I, that would suck. Like it wouldn't even, and it would affect the show, and that's that would suck. You know what I mean? For you, for oh, the audience, for sure. that would be shit. So you know, yeah. And you know, I've come across this a lot, especially real recently, and this is kind of an epidemic in the industry. Is um, have you ever caught yourself with like performance anxiety? You know, like when you're up on stage, social anxiety, whatever you want to call it. You know, they have so many different labels for it. Have you ever come across a time that that actually happened? A absolutely, ab one hundred percent. I mean, yeah. Um, and again, I I, I I try not to ramble too hard, but um. Before I was in Power Man, man, oh man, I used to, I would be terrified, nervous about playing live. Like I would get, I mean, I would, if I had a show, because I just did local bands in the San Francisco Bay Area um, before I was in Power Man for years before, you know, before. And and anytime I had a show, all the way leading up until I played with Power Man and, and in Power Man the first few months, I would be like sweating nervous the whole day if I had a show like I'd be excited because I was going to play but I would be like terrified like I always had stage fright and um I had to fucking drink my ass off before I went on stage like every single time for years and uh and then the first time I used to get fucking nervous going to uh I remember the auditions with Tarman. I was like terrified I was like oh my god oh yeah like, yeah 
I can't even handle this. Like, holy shit. And uh, so went through that. Our first gigs, like, you know, I get um, I get there. And like I said, like, everybody's mellow. Nobody's partying. Nobody's drinking. And I'm, like, used to doing these local shows. I'm, like, dude, everybody's partying before the show. Everybody. And uh, sure. I'm, like, wow, looking around. I'm, like, man, I got to do this sober. I'm, like, I'm already nervous as shit. So, yeah, the first, especially those first couple of few months, with the band, I was very nervous. And then, and I can say that I'm very happy that it became this way that I got to where I just go up there and I'm completely used to going up and doing it sober. And I, I'm glad that that's the case because now yeah, I'm you clear. killed it, man. Yeah, I was going to oh, say, you, you guys, thanks, yeah, man. you guys blew my mind. I, I saw Power Man years ago. It was like, holy shit, you know? <laughs> It was, uh, awesome, man. It was, thank you. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the laser show, that was something that was just, that blew my mind. Yeah. I was, a, that's so well, unique. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing is, is, is coming. That was another thing that was intimidating is, is I was a fan of the, of the band before I was in it. So, like, I'd seen them live. I didn't know any of the guys in the band previous to being in it. I was genuinely a fan. So, and I, and one of the things I always walked away from the show, was like, oh my God, the live energy, like, holy, they're so good live. Like, so going into that, I'm like, man, I got to fucking, I got to bring it. Like, I got to like be on the level of these guys. And then, you know, Merv, perfect example. I, you see him, he's like, that guy's like awesome live performer. And I'm like, I got to fucking keep up with this guy. Like, holy shit. You know, so. <laughs> he's like a live <laughs> anime. Yeah, he's, he's like a, he's like a cartoon character, but like, yeah, like, holy shit, this guy's like, I got to keep up with this. Like, all right, man, time to bring it, you know? So, um, it was a pressure that, that was intimidating at the time. And, um, honestly, I'm glad that those guys aren't partiers because I don't think, you know, that's something that I, I, I don't think that if you're, I don't know, maybe somebody else could, but personally, I'm glad that I can go up there and do that. And I don't need to be partied out to do it. Like I can go up there and be clear headed and, and give my best. You know what I mean? So, and thank oh, you for totally saying agree. the show's good, you know, so thank oh, you. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I think, I think spider is, is, is a good, um, example of, of things and, and kind of, sets the tone for that as far, you know because he's very much spider's a fun guy super down to earth super chill and fun to, to hang with and, and a good guy to be in a band with um but he's not out getting fucked up and you know what i mean he's just chill sure. down to earth does his thing you know and um his art never suffers because of any of that you know what i mean he's very much he brings it on stage every night you know the only thing that ever stops the show if ever is you know somebody gets sick or like spider gets sick and i've only yeah. ever seen that happen like once you know what i mean other than that like spider's on it you know what i mean and so he kind of sets the tone and and surrounds himself as far as i've been in it with people that are on the same page so i i like super appreciate that and i'm glad that as a as somebody coming to see the show like that that you can pick up on that you know what i mean because i feel like oh, yeah. there's, there's definitely yeah yeah thanks man and i yeah. i appreciate the uh the the you that we can all approach you guys too. You know, there, I mean, you guys have some longevity, you know, it's not a bunch of 19 year olds coming out for the first time, right? Um, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. and there's times where like people, you know, they have their egos and you, you guys don't have them. Like everybody I talked to in the band, uh, just off the side, you know, everybody was really, really cool. And, you know, they don't know me from Adam. I really appreciated how everybody was very cordial and very, you know, professional. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah, you know, I, I uh, and, and 
you saying that, I have to say, um, like, like Merv and everybody, and even me coming into the band at the time I came in, like, everybody was nice, cool, down to earth. Um, and, and honestly, I'm just happy to be there. So like, if anybody comes up and wants to say hello or talk, I mean, by all means, like, I'm going to do my best to say hello and I'm just happy you're there. So, um, I'm glad that that comes across to, you know, yourself or anybody else. I hope, I hope so. I mean, I hope so. Cause sometimes, Hey man, it's, it's been a long drive and we're tired or whatever, but. Oh yeah. And people should people should recognize that too. I've, I've been around tours where fans are even like opening bands, you know, kind of shit on the, the main act because they didn't show up when they were there. Right. Right. And, right. Oh, it's pathetic. You know, and it's like, this is the reason why you're still an opener and you probably will stay there. You right. Know? I, yeah. I mean, dude, it, it's, um, it, it's, there's a lot that goes on, uh, you know, behind the scenes or whatever, but, um, ultimately like we're all lucky to to get to do what we're doing and like we're lucky that people show up so the least i can do if somebody says hello or wants to chat it up or like if i have a minute of course i'll say hello of course i'll hang out of course like dude i'm still a fan i still go to shows i'm 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 a fan still you know to this it doesn't matter i get, i just got lucky and i get to play in the fan that i like so the fact that you wanted to talk to me tonight of course i'll do it you know um but uh if I'm, I'm sorry. There are times that I, I don't recall, or maybe I was in a bad mood, and I, I apologize if I was a jerk to anybody out there. Um, just saying. But uh, um, you caught me at the wrong moment. But um, yeah, man, we're human I mean, though, and they have to understand that. That's that's the biggest thing. Sure, you know. Sure. I mean, you know, and I think you can kind of tell when I don't know. Maybe again, it, it depends on the day, but for the most part, it, you know, as a fan, like meeting different people along the way, I, I feel like can kind of get like a vibe from somebody like sure. if they're cool if they're like they're just like wow that guy was like a jerk you know what i mean like it, there's a difference you know what i mean so but uh you having said that and having seen us and met merv and like merv's like the nicest guy in the fucking world you know I, i'm glad to hear that your reaction is like wow you guys were so approachable like that that means a lot to us too so thank you yeah not a problem um yeah. and shifting gears again i would love talking about gear so, oh man! Um, me yeah, <laughs> so I know you, you're an ESP guy. I saw that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But I mean, can we give a quick rundown on some things? Because I mean, that sound is sure. you know, pretty tight. You know, start off yeah, with yeah. your car, kind of work your way down. If you have sponsors, let's call them out. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, so when I first joined the band, the other guitar player at the time, Nick Kihano, uh, was very, very gracious and uh, very much just introduced me to all the, the companies he was working with and I, and and some of them I'm still working with them um that being DiMarzio pickups I mean they have been nothing but nice to me I mean which is cool because I was and I'm not even just saying this like I was using DiMarzio's before I joined the band because I was a, stand, uh, a fan of uh, Steve I and Joe Sartriani and their DiMarzio yep, guys <laughs> yep and yeah and I've been using the the Evolution pickups forever so um that just went like seamlessly um and then they're just super nice people to boot. Like, they've been nothing but cool to me. I mean, I'm not, like, some huge name. So for them to even be as generous as they have is awesome. So uh, DiMarzio and then ESP, of course, they just right off the bat were nice to me as well, welcomed me on board. Um, and then I was working with PV right off the bat. And until recently, I just got the Marshall, Marshall Amps, um, which I was hoping to bring out for the first time on a tour um in march but that's not happening right now so of course yeah huge future gates i will have some martial amps out there 
but uh, let's see. Uh, some other stuff in there. Uh, oh, Ernie Ball strings, in-tune guitar picks, and then um, there's a pedal board that I had that I still have that I'm still using. Um, they're called BBF Custom Pedal Boards, and uh, I've been rocking that for a while now, and it's great. Little boutique boutique uh, pedal board um, company. Um, they're on Instagram. Uh, like I said, BBF Custom Pedal Boards. Um, cool guys. Um, do good stuff. Awesome. So, yeah. So, yeah, all those people have been super good to me. Um and yeah, so I'm using the ESP, ESP LTD guitar, uh, baritone, the DiMarzio pickups, the Ball strings, amp company. I'm just kind of like, I just kind of went off on my own and then got the Marshalls and, uh, yeah, the pedal board. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. What's your favorite nineties jam? Oh, like just like, oh, oh man, it's, it's a trip because, uh, I like a lot of stuff for a long time. I shunned the 90. Okay. Here's the thing. When, say it was 1995, I was like, I had grown my hair long. I was all about, like, I hate everything that's out right now. If it doesn't have a guitar solo, I hate it. Poison, Winger, Warrant, that's my favorite. Yes. Fuck everything else. And, like, you know, since then, now I've gone back and, like, I love a bunch of stuff in the 90s. Like, be it Matchbox 20 or Collective Soul or Alice in Chains or fucking Pantera, you, you know, Power, whatever. Like, I like a bunch of stuff. Death, you know, I mean, there's. DSI, there's a bunch of stuff from the 90s that I love, but like, I, I don't know if I can nail it down to just one song. That's, that's tough. That's really tough. Sure. You kind of nailed it. Yeah, you kind of nailed it in the sense of like, because being a musician, it's really one of those things. If you, if you really, you know, become in pigeonhole, you're going to put yourself in a box, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I appreciate the, the, like the gamut that you just threw out there. You even said DSI, I think. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, cause, dude, okay. When I was early, early, early on getting really into music, I had a phase. There was a there was a few years there in the early '90s where I got really into death metal, and that's all I listened to. And it was like Deicide, Cannibal Corpse, Obituary, Suffocation, Incantation. I mean, all these like more uh, Morbid Angel, Malevolent Creation. I was like uh, Broken Hope, Napalm Death. I went just I was like all about death metal and like everything sucked. If it wasn't death metal, it sucked. And I was being, you know, a young punk teenager know-it-all. And, uh, sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had that total attitude. And then like, it's weird because that, the technical musicianship that I liked about it, like turned me on and opened, opened my ears to some of the stuff that I said earlier about like the instrumental like, guitar playing. And then it's, yes. it's weird how it all worked out but i went from like major death metal guy then i got into like instrumental stuff but that turned me on to like hair metal and then you know i went from that and then i just got into stuff that was coming out at the time say you know early late 90s early 2000s you know be it alternative from the google dolls to matchbox 20 to like you know fuel or you know some of the new rock bands that were coming out at the time um and then i got into power man and orgy and you know, Deadsy and all this other stuff. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. I could just rattle on and on about it. It's all kind of eventually one thing leads to another. And it's like, but then I always like stuff from the 80s, like AHA or like, you know, Simple Minds or In Excess or like, In Excess is probably my favorite band like ever. But like, if you're, I feel like if you, if you stay wishing that things were, were like, oh man, like the thing that bums me out is when I I hear somebody saying that music sucks now and there's no good bands because that's not dude that true. is the most close-minded statement I've ever heard. Yeah, in my life. yeah, because there's 
tons of good music out now. Even if you listen to the radio, it may not be all what you like, but there's a lot of fucking good music out now, and it's just as fresh as ever. It just If you're wanting it to sound like 1989 or 1995 or whatever, you're going to be bummed out. But, like, if you're, I don't know, if you just genuinely are stoked on music, and can like accept something maybe a little bit different. I mean, hey, everybody, even myself, like there's certain stuff, like I don't get into hip hop, that's just not my thing. But hey man, it's a viable form of music, obviously. But you know, if you're just closed down, you're not gonna like anything that's out right now. And you're gonna be bummed out and you're gonna be like, this sucks and you're just gonna stop at a certain point and that's and you will not ever go forward, you know what I mean? So Sure, um, the fan of music too is like, yeah. you know, even um and that was I was totally turned off by that guy in the beginning, but Post Malone, um, he blew my mind. Like, some of the stuff, he, if you listen to, like, some of his, like, little off-takes and, like, some of the, you know, goof-around stuff, and, uh, you know, of course, the song with Ozzy, you know, but, you know, it is, it's Ozzy. Dude. So, I mean, there's no Ozzy, way you can, can fuck up anything with Ozzy. So, okay. yeah. But I mean, he he's like an amazing guy, you know. Like he actually knows what he's. You know what he reminds me of? He's like the millennial could could rock. Yeah, there you go. You know, yeah, you and go. he's just yeah, he's a new generation's kid rock. And a lot of people disagree with when I say that, but you can hear that. And he's kind of you know in that hip hop realm, but he still pulls off that you know I know how to so fucking like play, pop, I know how to play like guitar. There's a pop sensibility in there and like a, you know, and that bleeds over into like some of the rock stuff too, like a pop rock sensibility. So I'm glad you even mentioned his name because a lot of people just can't even, they won't even go past, I don't, you know, just, I'm glad to hear you say that. That's refreshing because if, you know, a lot of people are just shut off to anything that's current. They're just like, it all sucks. This sucks. That sucks. And it's like, dude, I may not be a fan of that guy, but hey man, it's fresh and it's new and it's, and it, I can't deny that it's, it's good. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it's good. And as he said <laughs> earlier, you know, the whole cross armed, I could do that better. Yeah. Um, right. Attitude died in the eighties. You know, it, yeah, it should have at least, I, I would hope so. Cause you know, now it's just, there's going to be somebody better than you right behind you. You better be careful, you know? Well, and not only that, but like that stuff that was being done that well back then is influencing what's coming out now. So like pay attention, man, <laughs> you know? So yeah, I don't know. Um, exactly. I feel like, I just feel like there's there's so much good stuff out there and and most of it is probably not on the radio like and we have such access to so much stuff now with the internet and 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 whatnot and Spotify like if you just dig around like there's so much to be heard and discover like it it's very rich and fresh and and I feel uh I don't know it's exciting to me as a musician. I'm like, I'm fucking old. Like, I, you know, I like, I like all the old stuff too. And like, I love guitar solos, but like, I don't need to hear, you know, shredding guitar solos and music now for it to be good. Like, I remember, I, I don't need that. Like, it, that was then. This is now. You just have. To, I guess this is your frame of mind. I guess or your attitude. You know, so two different angles actually about that is oh god i can't think of the name of the band they actually played that weekend they were up at music fights back um american Sin. oh okay yeah so that band i don't know what happened to them but michael levine was in fallen in reverse and a couple other bands oh the one yeah, guitar yeah. okay yeah and then the guitar player alex started a band called Mudbrain, and okay. um the singer okay. dylan he's an r&b guy and i'll tell you what okay. between dylan between Dylan and Alex, I have to send you some info on them, but um, I've been yeah, kind of tracking do. them. Fucking amazing what they're doing on two totally different genres. But right, uh, right, right. Which is cool. It's cool to see. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. exciting, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I know oh, Dylan yeah. was kind of a fill-in for a minute, but you know he really he really pushed it. You know, what mm. I would like to say is, of course, you know, thank you so much, like fathoms deep. Thank you. Thanks for having me, man. I hope I didn't babble too hard. I probably did a little bit. No, I like, <laughs> dude. I like conversations. I don't. Yeah. I don't want the typical. As you can tell, I don't like the typical interviews. Sure, um, sure. They they bore the shit out of me, and you know I I understand promoting the band as a business, and you have to do that, but. I also think that fans of the band or just the musician or both need to hear more than just that. And I try yeah, to do as much yeah, as I can yeah. to do that, you know? I, again, dude, like I said, I mean, I, I, I'm still a, a, a fanboy. Like, I mean, of even Power Man and Spider, as dorky as that sounds, and, like, just music in general. Like, I'm still excited about music, man, as much as I ever have been. And, like, I feel lucky to be where I'm at. So, by all means, you get me you know, chatting about music and I, I will totally just, you know, just babble my brains off. So, Hey, that's yeah. cool. Whatever <laughs> you need to, man, we can do another one. You know, sure, uh, man, sure. Yeah. Are you doing any solo work at all or no? Yeah, I have actually a project that's called a uh, Ray gun romance. Um, that's on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, and all of it. And I've got, um, it's more of an electronic thing. There's not, it's not heavily guitar oriented, but it's, it's basically, uh, it, that's my solo music man, and I've got like different guest vocalists. I had uh, Ryan um, Ryan Shuck from a, you know Orgy and Julian K and Edema on the on the latest single, um, and then called One Eye Open. And then there's there's other ones with uh, Daniel Graves from Aesthetic Perfection, um, uh, Sammy Dahl from IMX, and uh, Bullet Height. Um, just you know, go check it out. There's that's that's my solo music man. That's my my baby. That like I try not to shove it too much down everyone's throat but that's like that's my original music project um that i started about a year ago and uh if you look it up reagan romance it you'll find you know the singles are out there so and it's free it's all just streaming like by all means just listen to it i was just going to say real quick it's weird how you know heavy heavy duty tragedy or hard hard times can inspire creativity it's it just kind of seems to be how it goes you know? dude honestly when i talked to merv he said something so profound about that that yeah. It made me think, like, holy shit, that's exactly how I felt. He was yeah. talking about, um, you're eating ice cream, and he's like, you know, you're, you eat ice cream, you, you try to write a song about it, you sound like a, like a crazy person or something, you know? And then, uh, yeah, he's yeah. like, but, but if you can capture that moment, say you're eating ice cream, sitting in your backyard, and your house started on fire, or, you know, yeah. there's a gunshot, or something like that, something dramatic, it actually changes it, and it changes the world around it, and people understand, oh, yeah. it, like, and, connect to it yeah because know? if it's it's something heavy duty and somebody can relate to it right there that 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 has some depth that you just can't you can't manufacture you can't manufacture that depth there is I such an illustration the there yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. that's yep. just it you know i think yeah. that kind of yeah so you know no <laughs> man i mean i i want to i want to know i want to get some wise words from merv merv is a merv is a uh Dude, he's a great guy and uh, yeah, great musician and just um, somebody that uh, I, have a, I have a huge amount of respect for. And I'm I'm, I'm glad that I get to play on stage with him. And yeah, you are. You, you both back to back are very fortunate. Oh the yeah, you I, and I dude, talked about today and you know with Merv too. You guys have a lot to lot to offer the industry, and I hope everybody understands it. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you, and thanks yeah. for giving a shit and coming to see us play man i mean honestly that's what it comes down oh, to like yeah. thank you for caring and being a fan you know <laughs>
And here's Regan Romance, one eye open. Let go, forget, I don't 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.